Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. There's a lot of smoke in the air, thanks to the fires around Edmonton and other parts of Alberta. But I can't let it stop me from doing another podcast. Welcome. Because this podcast reaches throughout the world, with each episode averaging about 500 hits within the first week, a few artists and publicists end up sending me music. A lot of it has nothing to do with jazz, and sometimes the amount of emails or messenger messages that I get feels like it's just too much, so for the longest time, I simply ignored them. Then I started listening to some of them, and wow, there's some great stuff. So while I won't be able to listen to everything, I'll pick and choose a few to sample. And when there's music that resonates with me or seems particularly interesting, I'll download it and put it on one of my episodes of Discovering Jazz. This week, I'm playing a few discoveries I made of new releases, thanks to those messages, some that haven't even been released yet. Starting with a trumpet player from Vancouver, Daniel Herzog and his 17-piece jazz orchestra. His newest album is called Open Spaces, Folk Songs Reimagined, to be officially released June 23rd of this year on Cellar Records. From that album, here's a tune called How Many Roads. It's based on Bob Dylan's Blowing in the Wind, with Kurt Rosenwinkel on guitar, A. Scott Robinson on various reeds, Noah Preminger on saxophone, and Frank Carlberg piano. Thank you. 
from Vancouver, BC, Canada, the Daniel Herzog Jazz Orchestra. That's uh, How Many Roads, and while you don't really hear any of the melody of Blowing in the Wind in there, it did apparently inspire the tune, and the album is called Open Spaces, Folk Songs Reimagined, and I'm very curious to hear more of that album, just to see how those particular folk songs play out uh, within the pieces that he uh, that he composes here. Okay, for the next track, I've had some delightful correspondence with a listener from Ulster in Northern Ireland, and he often sends me some of the music he's been listening to. His name's Peter Waddell, and he's spoken about some of his favorite music in a couple of past podcasts. Recently, he mentioned three albums. One of them was just released this year, and by someone I've always admired. Ricky Lee Jones put together an album of old standards in 1991, and it was very good. And now she's done it again. It's called Pieces of Treasure. From that album, here's a tune she's released as a single. and I quite like the way she sings it, Just In Time, featuring Mike Manieri on Vibes. Just in time You found me just in time Before you came Things were running low I was lost The losing dice were tossed My bridges all were crossed Then I met you And now you're here And now I know just where I'm going No more doubt or fear I found my way Love came just in Just in time You changed my Lonely love That happy Day That happy day Change my lonely life 
Ricky Lee Jones with Just In Time. Music by Jewel Stein, lyrics by Betty Comden and Adolph Green from her brand new Pieces of Treasure album. Today, playing some brand new albums that have somehow found their way into my inbox. One that was sent to me through a publicist is by a New York-based guitarist and banjoist named Brandon Seabrook, with whom I was previously unfamiliar, and a group he calls Epic Proportions. The album's called Brutal Love Champ. The track I'm going to play is Compassion Montage. The notes describe the guitar tone on this track as rubbery, a shimmering and mysterious piece highlighted by the operatic animalism of vocalists Chuck Bettis and Nava Dunkelman. Brandon Seabrook's Epic Proportions with Compassion Montage.
Wow, that is so interesting. I love that kind of music that you can't fit into any particular category or genre. Brandon Seabrook and Epic Proportions from an album called Brutal Love Champ. Epic Proportions consists of guitarist and banjoist Brandon Seabrook with percussionist and vocalist Nava Dunkelman, cellist Marika Hughes, bassist Ivan Opsvik and Henry Fraser, electronic musician and vocalist Chuck Bettis, John McCowan on clarinets and recorders, and Sam Ospovat, drums, vibraphone, and percussion. Thanks to Anne Braithwaite for sending me that album. So let's keep that hard-to-categorize music going. Here's one who was sent by a Canadian publicist, Eric Alper. And I think he's kind of a legend in the music-promoting business, at least in Canada. Uh, He's been sending me references to albums and concerts for many years. This album is an exception to my 2023 release topic, as it was actually released late last year. They're from Montreal, and the group goes by the name of Little Animal led by bassist Morgan Moore. His goal is to unite electronic music with the intensity of jazz. On Just In Time Records, this track is simply called Intro.
Little Animal, featuring Morgan Moore on bass with Joe Grass pedal steel, Tommy Crane drums, and Lex French trumpet. Eric Alper also mentioned another album to me that's been released on a label that comes right out of my own hometown, Edmonton, and was started by Holger Peterson. It's uh, an album by the great Taj Mahal. And as I put together this podcast, it's rated the number one album on the North American jazz radio charts. The record is called Savoy. I'm quite curious about this one, since I never thought of Taj Mahal as a jazz guy, but rather more folk and blues. But this is definitely a jazz tune. Benny Golson's Killer Joe, Taj Mahal.
Very nice. Who would have ever thought that Taj Mahal would ever put out an album like that? It's the most modern track on an album of very old jazz tunes, mostly written by black composers. It was just released this year with Taj Mahal on harmonica and guitars, Kristen Strom, tenor sax, Danny Caron on guitar, Ruth Davis, bass, producer, Jan, John Simon on piano and Leon Joyce Jr. on drums and some great backup vocalists. The album's called Savoy. Let's go Latin now. Pianist, composer Edward Simon, spelled S-I-M-O-N. The album's called Femininas, Songs of Latin American Women, to be released the end of this month. And thanks again to Anne Braithwaite for sending this to me. The tune I'm going to play is the opening track, Feminina, written by Joyce Moreno from Brazil. It features Mexican singer Magos Herrera, Adam Cruz on drums, Ruben Rogers bass, plus Venezuelan percussionist Luis Quintero and Brazilian guitarist Romero Labambo.
Acende outro fogo, deixa tudo queimar Oh mãe, me explica, me ensina, me diz O que é feminina, não é no cabelo, não tem cor olhar Esse é a menina por todo lugar Então me ilumina, me diz Como é que termina, termina na hora de recomeçar Dou pra uma esquina no mesmo lugar Esse mistério estará sempre lá que é menina, menina no mesmo lugar Edward Simon with Magos Herrera. Let's stay Latin American, but with a Canadian twist. In this case, a bebop twist as well. It's a group out of Toronto featuring jazz flautist and soprano saxophonist Jane Bennett and her group Makeke, who are mostly Cuban, except for the lead singer, Joanna Majoko. The album, Playing With Fire, also boasts a guest guitarist who played with Prince, Donna Gratis and a 19-year-old violinist, Daniela Olano, the sister of their pianist and co-founder, Dene Olano. Rounding out the group are drummer Yessi Garcia, bassist Taylin Marrero, and percussionist Mary Pass. The hardest thing about playing this album is deciding which of the many wonderful tracks I want to play right now. I was really curious about this one, a Bud Powell composition featured on the album, Tempest Fuget, or is it Fuget? Featuring Dene Olano on piano. Here it is. But before I play it, I was really curious about the original recording from 1949 by the Bud Powell Trio with Ray Brown bass and Max Roach drums. So I'm going to start with that version, then play Jane Bennett and Makaki's version of Tempest Fuget. <laughs> Thank you. 
Bennett and Makeke, Bud Powell's Tempest Fugit from the new album Playing With Fire. Before that, the original 1949 version by Bud Powell. This week, I'm playing recordings of new releases that have been sent to me, and I'm picking out the ones that most interest me, like this next one. It's a tribute to a recording studio from a converted piano factory in Richmond, Indiana, where the likes of Louis Armstrong, Bix Beiderbeck, and Jelly Roll Morton recorded. That's the Jeanette Studios, and you may have some of those old Jeanette 78 RPM recordings recorded anywhere between 1917 and 1948. This tribute was put together by Indiana University professor and composer Brent Wallarab. He calls it the Jeanette Suite. It is due to be released June 9th. From that suite, here is Stardust, the Buscelli Wallarab Jazz Orchestra.
Dardest, the Buscelli Wallarab Jazz Orchestra. Time for one more. This one's about to be released any day now. The album's called After Slash Life, and it's by alto and soprano saxophonist Brian McCarthy and his No Net. That's a nine-piece orchestra. According to the description, it's about, quote, the cyclical nature of the universe, the possibility that it will eventually collapse and then explode into a reborn reality, and the distinct possibility that this has already happened, perhaps many times. Unquote. The music supposedly traces the life cycle of our solar system. No doubt an ambitious project. This track is called Lucy, and don't ask me where in the life cycle of our solar system Lucy fits. But we are right in the midst of the life cycle of discovering jazz, and there will be more episodes with more interesting topics. So tune in next week. I'm going to put together a couple episodes highlighting the upcoming Edmonton Jazz Festival. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. Ending off with the Brian McCarthy No Net. 